All right, we just finished a powerful talk from uh, Daniel Pink on the power of regrets. And it's so funny because every time I see this, I, I think of the gif or the meme, the no regrets with the tattoo written across the neck. I tried posting it in the comments. I just couldn't get it to post. So that's the first thing that I think of when, when we're talking about that. So that uh, you just can't shake it. Now that you've heard it, you can't unsee it. The interesting thing that, that I want to touch on here, you know, Daniel Pink talking about the power of regret is the first thing that he points out is that it is our most transformative emotion behind love. There, love is the most powerful emotion that we have, but once you go past that, the next thing that pops up is actually regret. Uh, that, that just kind of blows my mind because it's one of those things that you don't automatically think about. And regret is the number one and most powerful negative emotion that we have, which is surprising because you would think fear would be the number one emotion. Uh, when, when he's talking about what regret actually is, he said it's one of those stomach churning feelings that the present would be better and the future would be brighter if only we hadn't chosen poorly, decided wrongly, or acted stupidly in the past. Now, uh, I think I'm guilty of all three of those. So it's one of those things that, you know, when you start thinking about regret, it's never too late. And that's, that's why I wanted to do this today is because it's one of those things that <clears throat> it's great to do a checkup. You know, what is there out there right now that you could actually point to and go, man, I wish I would have done that differently. And he said, the reason why it's important to do it now is because regrets clarify what matters and instructs us on how to do better. So going through the list of the four regrets, if you know one of those is a part that's actually hurting you right now, you have the ability to change it and do better on it. He said, uh, regrets done right make us better. So there are ways that you can do uh, regret reviews that actually tear you down, which is what normally ends up happening when he was talking about the survey and the majority of the people that are later on in their lives, you know, 70s and 80s, their regrets are negative connotations because of the fact that there's nothing they can do to get that back. When you do a regret review midway through your life, it's a way to check and adjust. So the four types of regrets, you've got foundational regrets, and they basically sound like, if only I had done the work. There's boldness regrets, which sound like, if only I had taken a chance. There's moral regrets, and they sound like, if only I had done the right thing. And then there's the connection regret, which sounds like, if only I had reached out and connected better. The one thing that I wanted to touch on, on, on the boldness regret, this is, this is quite interesting. So for those that actually went out and were bold, even though it didn't work out the way that they thought, they were still happy because they took the chance. You know, the boldness regret boils down to, I didn't take the chance. But the people that did take the chance and still got a negative result still felt more content because of the fact that they took the chance. And when talking about the uh, moral regrets, it's one of those things that that one cuts people deeply because 
it makes them feel as if they didn't do the right thing. And, and he said, most humans have that moral compass. I, I think he pointed out people that uh, are sociopaths are the only ones that don't have moral regrets. So um, if you don't have any moral regret, you, you might want to um, ask a psychologist if there's bigger issues. Um, that, that was one of the things that was just kind of very interesting because of the fact that most humans desire to do good. And they feel like that when they have a moral regret, they are letting down humanity. And then the connection regret, like Chad was saying, is, is one of the most foundationally important because of the fact that people look at relationships as one of the most important things that they missed out on in their, in their time on earth. Uh, the one that he talked about a lot was the, the families. And he said, it's not that, you know, you just wake up one day and you're no longer friends or you, there's some huge argument or some big blowout. It's that you progressively drifted apart. And then instead of reaching out, you said, well, they probably, they probably don't care. And, you know, they, they probably don't want me to reach out. And if they do, they're probably angry at me. And then when they did the survey on the other side, the, the people said they wouldn't have minded and they were actually hoping somebody would reach out. But the funny thing is, is neither side did until they drifted far apart and kept drifting apart to where there was no reconnection. So guys, take a moment today. If you have one of those relationships that's kind of drifting apart, do something to reestablish it because I'm guessing they're on the other end, hoping that they will have a connection with you and you should be the one to, now that you know, go and make that reconnection. Uh, when, when talking about these, he was talking about uh, the photographic negative, what a good life is. And he said, when people tell you what they regret the most, they tell you what they value the most. That's why talking about regrets earlier in life is great because what it does is it shows you what's important to you. So maybe go back and look through, was, was it not spending enough time with your kids when they were younger? Well, that means that you feel like you need to be connected more. So you're going to look for a connection because connection regrets reveal the need for love. You know, the moral regrets reveal the need for goodness. Do you feel like you should have done, you know, more nonprofit work, more giving back? Those are some of the moral regrets that are a compass pointing you to some of the values that you should have. You know, boldness regrets reveal the need for growth. Did you miss out on something because you didn't step into what you thought you should have? And foundational regrets reveal the need for stability. You know, as a leader, are you creating stability for your team? That is a foundational thing that causes your team to grow. So when we're talking about leaders and, and these regrets, you know, the foundational elements of predictability help your team grow because they don't have to guess what leader is coming on the Zoom today, what leader is calling them? Is this leader gonna call and chew me out or is he calling to praise me? I don't know because it's different every single day. When you're predictable, it gives your team the ability to have a foundation to grow on. Boldness in your leadership is you know, basically the growth portion of it. Are you growing? Are you learning? Are you speaking up? Are you stepping out into your leadership role? Be bold and make those moves. The moral elements, yeah, you know, that kind of goes through things like purpose. You know, what is the purpose of your business? Is it just to help you consume or are you doing this so that you can help 
give back to others. And again, connection, that is the part where leadership turns into genuine friendship. And it's because you're including people, you're belonging, you're bringing people with you. So what are tools for getting better at analyzing these? This one I love. Write yourself a failure resume. You know, write down all the things that could go wrong and then you think that go wrong. You know, you list all of your failures in one column. The next column, you would write down the lessons that you've learned. And then the third column is what you're going to do about them. So that, that's a good little checkup. Uh, this, this one's fun. Uh, form a regret circle with your team. Now, sometimes people don't want to share their stuff. But here's the thing that we know, typically when you share your story and when it comes to regrets or even things that you're worried about or things that you've gone through, when you share your story, that causes you to connect with other people in ways that you normally wouldn't have. You know, it took us almost two years to talk about standing in food lines and filing for bankruptcy and losing everything. But when we did, we created a connection with people that were going through or have gone through that and we could show people that there was something on the other side same thing is true when you're sharing regrets that will connect you with people on a deeper level and actually it allows you to gather around and come up with solutions together if you're still in the middle of it uh i love this one that the create an island for boldness you know when talking about google uh google does that google carves out time for people to go do things uh, that causes them to step out of their project and think of, uh, they call them moonshot goals. What is out there that you could drastically change if, if you had the opportunity to? And what they found is by carving out those little areas of time for teams to get together and to do things that weren't required of them, they actually developed five or six new products that never would have been because they never had it listed on their corporate to-do list. And then finally, this one, uh, I love this one. We, we talk about this one all the time, talking to yourself in the future. When you're trying to make a decision and you're wondering if you're going to have any regrets about it, the two things you can ask yourself is, what would you tell your best friend to do? Because we're great at giving advice, so what would you tell your best friend to do if this was their situation? And then step back and look at what that would be. But then the second thing to do, and this one is super powerful, is place a phone call to yourself 10 years in the future and ask yourself advice. The person you are 10 years from now already went through what you're going through and has the answers. The thing is, is that our mind has the power to unlock the problems that we're currently in, but sometimes having a third party view of ourselves outside of the situation, we can tell ourselves what it is to do because we know the answers. We just sometimes want it to be confirmed by other people. So guys, I hope this helped. One of the things that I would recommend doing is going on and watching the interview of Daniel Pink with Ed Milet. It was two weeks ago. It was phenomenal. Just tons and tons of information uh, and diving deeper into some of these things that he went through in his talk today. So go out, make it an amazing day. And I hope your week is as awesome as you are. See you guys.